0: Hello, I'm Amy Keeley and our guest on this episode is the Chief Executive of Touring Specialist Trafalgar, Gavin Tolman. The brand was the first tour operator to be set up by its parent company, the Travel Corporation, in 1947. The corporation, which has 30 brands globally, is still owned and run by members of the Tolman family. Here, Gavin talks to us about why the UK represents the single biggest opportunity for the brand and the importance of creating authentic travel experiences which get underneath the skin of a destination. Gavin, thank you very much for agreeing to speak to us on the Travel Weekly podcast. Um, Tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, and and what you're about.
1: So, uh, good afternoon and my pleasure to be with you. And um, Really, Amy, uh, I'm a man of South African roots, Uh, And basically, um, have travelled the world. Uh, You know, travel is my greatest passion, and I I am one of those people who prescribes by the mantra of you know, do what you love, and you will never work a day in your life. And you know, I'm truly blessed. You know, I run a travel company, I quite a few of them actually, but uh, most importantly, Trafalgar Cost Saver, which are sold here in the United Kingdom and have the opportunity to discover the world in doing so.
0: Fantastic. Now, Trafalgar is part of the Travel Corporation, a family-run business. Brett Tolman is your cousin. He's the chief executive of the Travel Corporation. Um, I'm right in saying that Stanley is your uncle, is that correct? He's, he's the chairman. My aunt,
1: he's our ch- the chairman, my godfather, and f- he fills many roles for me too and uh, is, you know, is, is the inspiration that... Is, is pretty extraordinary of what he has achieved in and what he has built in a lifetime. And yes, we are a family-run business. Um, and, you know, we, we've separated in a number of different ways. And, and, and our family is spread all around the world. And, you know, we all as a family collaborate together. You know, we have four generations, uh, actually, in our business. And um, it is an ex- a powerful thing of how a family uh, working together uh, can be so successful.
0: Do you think you would get along as well if you were all in the same office every day? Would that be more of a challenge?
1: Uh, actually, I, I think it would probably even be easier. Um, because when you are so spread out, and, and, and really everyone involved in a global business, um, communication sometimes is is a challenge.
0: You're in different time zones oh, yeah, and, as well. And,
1: and so, uh, you know, it's, it, the only time there ever is, and again, I'm, I'm using it very loosely, any frustrations that come is if someone's not aware of something else going on. And generally, really, Amy, that only occurs because, as you say, time zone differences. So, um, you know, Brett and I did live together. Yeah, actually, we shared an office right here in London for many years. And, um, you know, sitting side by side, or actually back then it was across from each other, um, was unbelievably uh, successful for the business, and, and, and at times we miss that.
0: I'm sure. Okay. Do you have many re- reunions? Do you get together oh, quite a lot?
1: All the time. Uh, in fact, um, him and I were together just yesterday in Seville uh, at the Trafalgar Cost Saver Travel Director meeting. You know, when you look at our business, without a doubt the single most important position we have are our travel directors you know they are so often the face as well as the voice of our brand and and, and often a guest that'll be the only true direct interaction they will ever have with our brand and we spend a lot of time effort and focus on ensuring that they do deliver each and every day on our brand promise
0: as you say, they're on the front line delivering the, the product, aren't they, at the end of the day? Well, you
1: know, w- when you look at the world, how, how it has changed today, um, you know, we have entered a period where I do see the importance of personalization. And so often people think of group travel as being homogenised. And we have approached it in a 180 degree different way where we challenge and work with our travel directors to ensure they have the tools to understand that they no longer take out a group. What they do is take out a number of like-minded individuals and all travelling with own individual needs and they have to fulfil each and every one of those.
0: You're celebrating the 10 year anniversary of the Be My Guest concept Um, So tell us a bit about about that for people that don't know what it is and what you're going to be doing over the next 10 years.
1: A decade ago, we were sitting in an environment where travel was all about the iconic, or what people today would call checkbox tourism. And Trafalgar looked at it and said, you know, in order for us to evolve, um, we want, how did you bring a destination alive? We began a journey of looking for ways that our guests could go into locals' homes and break bread with them. Because eating with them, you actually get to understand the very essence of the places you visit. You get such a deeper, richer understanding. You get such a different perspective of a person by eating in their home. And, and that's really what the goal of Be My Guest is. And Because you know, travel is about the voyage of discovery, you know, really trying to get below the surface of the individuals and that's what Be My Guest does successfully each and every day.
0: What destinations are performing well for you at the moment and what types of tour in particular?
1: So if I could correct you first, you know, we, we I've tried to avoid using the word tour and we've now called them guided holidays and here in the United Kingdom our top sales are currently and we're seeing excellent growth number one uh, two parts of Eastern Europe particularly Croatia uh, secondarily moving outside of Europe um, we have seen outstanding growth to Japan and uh, you know one of the things I am most excited about is um, you know in 2018 we launched uh, Brand new series for two thousand and nineteen to South or to Africa, and what was wonderful to see our total budget for sales for the year of two thousand and nineteen were hit within three months. For the, for, uh, from uh, our UK sales office. So uh, clearly there's a great demand to travel to the Southern Hemisphere and particularly to Africa.
0: Just on that topic about Africa, um, as you said, you released the fir- your first Africa brochure last year and it features South Africa, your, your homeland, your family's homeland. Why, why did it take so long to go um, to launch in that destination considering you, you come from from there?
1: Uh, and. The answer is, is simple. I, I, I refer you back to your first question: What do I do? And as within the travel corporation, I fulfil many roles. One of them uh, remains chairman of the company that holds all of our inbound uh, tour operators. Uh, company is called Cullinan. It was a public company, and for many years I spoke about trying to begin and and take trips there. But the decision was always one, as a public company, you could be perceived to have conflict of interest to be giving the directive of, this is how I want things to work. Um, In March of last year, we took the company private. And as soon as we did that, that was my first decision I made very quickly to now take travelers to see our homeland. And as we like to say, 72 years in the making, and it, you know, for any single guest who gets to travel, there is no better way because our entire family has poured our love of the destination into our trip. You know, my love of, of, of the wilds, the people um, is such that I, it's, it's very much part of my own DNA every day. And, and so our guests get that opportunity to experience it for themselves.
0: You appointed Rachel Coffey um, in February, she moved over from G Adventures. It was previously held, the role was previously held by Ruth Hilton. The role was left vacant for around five months. Did it take you a long time to find the right person? Or is that a a normal amount of time to fill that kind of role? So if
1: if I look at the United Kingdom, um, it remains, the single most important opportunity we have as an organization. Um, And when you speak to Rachel, she will tell you that was my key point of what I was looking for in years. And and, you know at a time when there's so much uncertainty in Britain and others are pulling out of this country and you're seeing businesses going out of business and you're seeing the turmoil and some of the legacy brands within travel here, I see it as Exactly opposite. I see this as our greatest opportunity, and really engaging, working with the trade to ensure their longevity, their future. And I wanted to ensure that we hired the right person who could do that. And I am pretty certain, having spent time uh, with uh, with Rachel, that she will be that person for our future, and we will see enormous growth from this marketplace and really working with our trade partners to ensure that.
0: You sell 100% through the trade. Can you ever envisage going direct, selling through agents and direct channels?
1: My position to agents is the following one. You've actually got to add value to the buy cycle of travel. And if you are going to be nothing more than a fulfiller for Dr. Google, they Google, They come in, they tell you that that's what you want, and you just take an order, you actually are adding zero value, Amy. The opportunity is, it doesn't actually matter what they want, the opportunity is to ensure you're asking them questions. I do presentations to the trader all the time, just staying with Dr. Google. um, I always say to them, can you imagine you're not feeling well? What is the first thing we all do today? We Google our symptoms, and pretty much thereafter, we think we're dying. You know, <laughs> you, you only get the bad scenario, that right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and can you imagine if you went to your doctor, and you took your Doctor Google reply, and you said to him or her, "Oh, this is what Google says." They never asked you another question about your symptoms. They just agreed with you and said, "Okay, you're fine. You only have six weeks left to live." Um, I pretty much know what I would do. I'd go find another doctor. And that is my point to our agent partners. You need to make sure you're qualifying op- using the open-ended questions. And, and that's where the likes of, you know, and one of the great opportunities when I spoke to Rachel when interviewing her was her understanding of how we work, how we work with our trade partners, challenging them to ensure that they can fulfill this opportunity that exists. What I do is I reach out. To our agent partners and say, get on board, and you too can be hugely successful in selling us.
0: Looking at the year ahead, what's in store?
1: A decade ago, we started a journey of change, and our, our change uh, has always been one of never resting on our laurels. And you know, I, I look at you know, we've had so many firsts. I think, um, and, and certainly Travel Weekly has, has covered this well is you know, we were the first people in travel to integrate totally transparent reviews, and that was in 2014. You know, we were the organization that found FIFO for the travel industry. Um, you know, Cost Saver a couple of years ago, we, create, we created the first one to have within the guided segment truly dynamic pricing. So w- with a commitment to the trade that the price will never go down. So you buy today, so there's an urgency to buying it today. So, yes, there's a lot more to come, but, of course, I can't give it to you all today uh, because that way I won't get the opportunity to talk to you again.
0: Okay, fair enough. Well, I look forward to finding out what that is. Thank you very much, Gavin, for your time. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. You can subscribe, rate and review all of our episodes on the Apple Podcasts app. We'll be back in two weeks time with the next episode.